Hello, welcome back to the Centennial 38 podcast. My name is Wanners. And I'm Jared. And we're coming off a uh, really, two, really, really disappointing two, uh, two draws here that honestly both felt like a loss. Very frustrating. Um, you know, we've had three leads in these games. Yeah. And we've given each one of them up. So, um, you know, we, we talked about possibly having an 18-point month, and I, I think we may have put cart before horse. <laughs> uh, we definitely just we'll, – we'll see what happens in the next couple of games because we still have every opportunity to perform really well. But we have uh, put ourselves in a, a bit of a precarious situation with uh, a lot of games coming up and the – the international window we talked about again opens back up and we will lose some players. So on we go. I, I think honestly the the worst of it here is that you take a look around around the league when when teams above us had dropped points, we failed to capitalize that week. The week where uh, the week where Seattle loses to Portland, we couldn't capitalize against SKC on a on a great takeaway. I know I know it's it's tough to go back to that match so many times, but I felt as though we should have won that match. We didn't. Easily uh, could have clinched. I at least gotten to first place uh, on Saturday with a win against the Galaxy, only to, only to let up a uh, a really uh, a really kind of out of kind of. I, I don't think that's. It's an out of norm goal. I don't think that. I mean, well, let's talk about that goal. Let's let's jump into that. Yeah. Uh, So we we uh, well the the first goal first. I we gotta we gotta start with that one. Yes. Um, So I'll let you talk on that for a moment. So I mean, Barrios is is probably the best signing off season signing that we've had in in a long while. I think um, everyone everyone kind of everyone knows that. It's no surprise that you know it's not too far to say that he's probably the player of the year so far i mean i think that's an easy vote it's probably uh we're you know if you're thinking about you know your ballots come come c38 kind of voting season for your player of the year i mean there's number one has got to at least be kind of a lock-in for barrios barring any other kind of uh playoff performances you never know but barrios has been an amazing signing i am, am glad that when i when we signed him i said it was a great signing and not not a not a lot of people were 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 with it because of course barrios hadn't scored in in, in as he hadn't produced as much as he had in those last two years but I always knew that that having Barrios in the team was going to be amazing for us, and sure enough, he can score <laughs> some crazy a crazy header that uh, was amazing to have him kind of shoot it just perfectly in the net. Yeah, and we've, we're talking ten goal contributions at this point in the season. He started twenty games. He subbed on in three, uh, given us seven goals, three assists. That is an unbelievable output for a guy who isn't a DP. Right. Uh, we signed for for basically there's no transfer fee, so um, very very um, small amount of gam. But yeah, we we had a we have a, a player that is thirty years old at the peak of his powers and and doing everything asked of him on on the wing. Um, can't do everything asked of him when he plays through the center. I I still don't understand when we see him through the center. It makes no sense, but uh, we're talking about one of the best wingers in MLS. Yeah, and it's crazy. I think this is now another player from FC Dallas that, I, that we we take and we just make we just mold into a better player. Uh, I don't know what that says about us and what that says about FC Dallas. Maybe rubbing salt into that wound. Um, I always say they're a natural rival, and and they took our head coach, kind of, uh, and we took their players, make them better. They they have they have pretty much kind of 
not done much uh, from from our trades. At least we've we've seemed to have won every single trade that we have against them. Yep, and we'll continue to do so if they will continue to send them our way, you know. Uh, but yeah, we're we're happy with Barrios, and uh, this is home for him now. I would I would imagine he seems to have settled in very very nicely. Yes. Later in that match, though, Grand Seer managed to find himself uh, kind of one on one, not even really one on one in in a traditional sense, but he but he found himself kind of cutting into the on the wing against against Yarbrough's shoots, and then through either like just bad like bad luck or or whatever he it, it manages to just go through Yarbrough's arms there um a lot of people quickly are forgetting that Yarbrough had a, an amazing save it could have easily been 2-1 it could have easily been 2-1 for the other guys but he had a, an amazing stop in the first uh, in the first half against I think it was Chicharito actually yeah and we've talked Yarbrough up a number of times this was his second worst moment of the season we right. don't need to talk about the first. He knew it. He knows it. He, you know, he, his body language, how he expressed himself after that, he knew that it was a slight turnoff, but he was not the only one to blame. There was a substitution, and then within 15 seconds of that substitution, yes. they're through. Uh, that was a mental turnoff, and something that's, again, not characteristic of how the Rapids have played this season, uh, not characteristic of the players that we have back there. It was just a momentary lapse of reason. I I blame that on a number of things. Why in the hell we are playing at, at 130, 150 right. on a Saturday when it's 90 degrees, it, ridiculous scheduling in order to accommodate TV, that's fine. You can't change the schedule. Uh, it was hot. There was a lot of a lot of players were not looking as, as bouncy, as up for it as we have seen them in the past, right. which I can understand because ha- having been out in the sun for about no, yeah. an hour and a half, two hours before the game, um, it, it was stifling. Yeah, it was, and, I noticed too, it was probably not Mark Anthony K's best game because there's a lot of times where I mean was certainly not killing Acosta's best game no and there's plenty of times where this team fights for every second ball and they're up and and like you said they're bouncy they're up on their on on their toes they're ready for that second ball the players were just off that day I think you can blame it on the heat you can blame it on the time I I think it has a big factor but at the same time that's the difference between a a championship team and a team that you know kind of uh, finds themselves in the playoffs right now we're just finding ourselves in the playoffs I want us to be that championship team that can crush teams like the LA Galaxy yeah we had really been bringing it all the month of August Uh, we thought we were going to carry that into September we've taken our foot off the pedal a little bit here and that's that's very very concerning to say the least the the thing is we we talked about this though we can I think this year we can afford to do that you don't want to see it but any other year and, and we're out of a playoff spot this is where it's it's we start to sound the alarm it's like all right let's look to next year but I mean it's not like it's not like I'm ready for the season end, right? It's still we're still in a good spot. The Rapids are still kind of on a good expected uh, expected points points per game kind of um, metric right now. If you're into those stats, but it, it's it's right now nothing. Just kind of like it's it's out of the ordinary is the thing. This is not as you said characteristic of the squad. Yeah, and uh, I still believe that we are still building for next season. It really feels that way to me. Um, we we didn't add a, a big star player when we when we could have in the last window. We right. have made do. We've solidified positions. We've made a lot of very good moves, but nothing that's really you know shown up on national or international news. Um, we we've 
built around some pieces that look very good, but knowing that our star players will have absences in some very inopportune times, including the playoffs. Right. Um, and and I don't think there's any way around seeing Acosta and K. It assuming you know this might be a big assumption, but assuming that the United States qualifies, Acosta is going to be at the World Cup. Uh, yes. Canada looks like they're in a in a pole position to qualify. K will be at the World Cup. Um, that's going to make things challenging. However, even if we are playing for a, a you know a 2022 title, there are a lot of players on this roster that have to be playing for their position in that team. Yes. And the better that we can do that, if we have a ticket to the dance, we can do anything in the playoffs. Once you get there, things can go awry. The best team doesn't always win, and scrappy teams can can put a dent in some some aspirations. Yes. And so you know, I, I truly believe that we have a very good team, but you know, I we certainly are not peak we're not great at this moment in time where you know a month ago we started to see some sparks of wow this could be a championship team right those sparks are fizzling a little bit but they can certainly come back well that's the thing i kind of disagree with you a little bit just because you you said the team is built for next year and i kind of agree with that but i do want to take as much time to enjoy the current team we have uh, who's to say that, uh, you know, even come 2022 that Acosta's still on the team or Bassett or any of these other guys, you know, you say we might get a, a new star marquee player who's, you know, there that comes with a price. And, and while, while it is kind of anything could happen and, and the turnover in MLS seems to happen so, so often and so frequently that you, you're never guaranteed the same team. So I agree that we are building towards, you know, 2022, but how many of these pieces are going to still be remaining is is the big question. And that's why, for me at least, I, I kind of enjoy – I'm learning to enjoy this season a lot more, even with all the, the, the draws and, and the losses. It's just because – we might not see this iteration next next year. Yeah, and we may not see this iteration a month and a half from now yeah. when we're trying to make a playoff push. That's the really concerning thing is, um, you know, the team that we have on paper right now isn't the team that we'll be able to field in some of the most pivotal matches of the year. And uh, yeah, I, I think you're dead on. You have to enjoy the team while you have it because there are some players, and I'm looking at Cole Bassett, who I don't necessarily think we'll be here next season. Um, You know, he says he's trophy hunting this year. Um, Turned down a big move to Portugal this year. Um, If if there's still teams knocking, that does not mean that he's going to do the same in the summer. Um, So we'll see what happens. And, um, you know, I, I just hope that we can start to really take take the bit between our teeth and consider the fact that we do have a championship window that is just beginning to open and that is a very precious thing that that we have to hold on to have to really capitalize on but you know we did have four points that that kind of fell out of the car here in the last the last week right and i want to talk about that that portland timbers game because if if you're upset that we drew against the galaxy Boy, do I got to have a, a kind of a bigger uh, upsetting one here. Uh, the Colorado Rapids uh, last night as we record this, recording this on Thursday. I'm not sure when you are listening to this. But uh, they went to Portland, uh, outplayed Portland, I would say, and ended up coming away with a 2-2 draw uh, despite Portland having 10 men. Yeah, unique situation. I had a training session last night, was unable to watch the match. So this is, I think, the first match of the year that I, I'm kind of talking about without having uh, had eyes on it. Now, right. I was updating my phone every few seconds. So walk me through the first half um, because I was updating. It was nil, 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 and then a red card for the Timbers. Yeah, and, and, and so if you watched that match, you would know 
how chippy it was early on. The uh, the the players kind of both sides were kind of getting the the referee was letting them play. And sure enough, in, in those situations away from home, you usually get the rapids with the red card. That was not the case last night. It was Bill Tuiloma who got a yellow after a scuffle with like Trusty and Blanco, and it was just yellow card to galore. And then. Right before that half ended, Bill Tuiloma had a nasty challenge. Not a nasty challenge. He, um, it, it was weird. He he kind of tackled him, but then he went in for more. Like he kind of had a great chance to not step on on. I think it was Shinyashiki's ankle or Galvan. It was like Galvan. He stepped right on his ankle, and the referee knew it was it wasn't like an accident. He did it on purpose. An instant red card, and from there. I mean, the Rapids just kind of attacked, attacked, attacked. And and here's the thing. Here, here's some stats for you. Timbers, 11 shots. Rapids, 24. <laughs> Rapids, 7 shots on target to the Timbers, 4. Rapids, 62% possession to 38. 88% passing, 88% passing accuracy to the, to the Timbers, 79. I mean, we beat them in the corners. We had a they had a lot more fouls, and and if you could, if you saw the expected goals chart, you, you'd see just how how much the Rapids deserve to win this one. Sure enough, uh, though, I don't know if you saw the goal. Uh, it finally broke through with an amazing pass from Shinyashiki into Lewis. Lewis just seems to score on the road all the all the time. I don't think he can do it. He, he's kind of built up like a like a. Bobby Firmino, who can't score at Anfield, he can score at every other Premier League stadium. Hey, we'll take it. We'll take goals from Lewis wherever we can get them. Um, if it's on the road, it's on the road. And uh, yeah, I, I was able to just watch the highlight again. Um, now, something I couldn't see in the highlight is between the first goal and the second. Um, again, very quick turnaround. Only three minutes before they respond. Yes. Um, what, what led to the second goal, the goal that brought Timbers 1-1? I honestly... I think it was just a, 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 as you said, a lapse of concentration. Um, it's, I don't know if the Rapids were keen on, it's not like Robin Frazier immediately subbed on all the defenders to, to, to kind of bunker and defend. Here's what I like. Here's what I love about Robin Frazier. This, the man wants to win every single game that is in front of him. No matter if it's home or away, he will make the adjustments to win the match. Any other rap, and, and here's the thing, here's, Here's kind of the silver linings you could take from this game is is Robin Frazier does not go in with the mindset of let's just take what we can kind of come up with a draw. No, he we went down 1-1 and it could be it would be easy for someone like Pablo or even Hudson who, you know, would blow who would blow way worse than a 1-1 1-1 draw. But it's so easy for them to just be like, "All right, we're we're you know we're drawing on the road. Let's let's take this home. No, the minute the Timbers came back, um, it was offensive substitution. It was let's get let's get the other goal. Let's get Bahaji on there. Let, let's go for the second goal. Let's get Bar- Barrios came on. And, and as a Rapids fan, you have Barrios on the bench, and then that you know to have him come on, and uh, we can talk about it now. That amazing wonder goal. I don't know if you saw it. It's a tight angle. Oh, I saw it. A crazy off the post, kind of an amazing goal. Almost an Olympico, not necessarily an Olympico, but because to come off the corner but the tightest of angles I mean I saw that go in I could not believe it I I was thinking there's no there's no there's no way we're gonna win off, off. well uh my coach growing up called that a crot 
<laughs> that's a cross that just so happens to turn into a shot. Right. I don't think that was uh, meant for the net. Definitely. I think we that was a cross. Uh, yeah, <laughs> hey, we sure can. But I, I think that was a cross back back across the box, just kind of searching for heads that drifted in. Yeah. And that's great. And a team deserves that because God knows those go against you just as right. often. So and they were um, fighting for it. Is the thing is they were pushing for that for that two one. And and I really thought they were going to come away with it. Sure enough, though. Timbers came back and, and and again a mental lapse. You can blame Rosenberry, you can blame Abubakar, you can blame the the whole team. You, the thing is, the team just kind of had a, a mental fart. Yeah, and farts that we can't afford as we get late in the season. Um, pretty much a, a very similar team. So Trusty Wilson, Rosenberry, all of these players have been on the pitch for all three of these goals. And as I said earlier, we've had three leads in two matches and given up each. Right. Do you think this is is something that we should be worried about going forward? Or do you think this is just one bad week, we can shake it off, and we go forward with the same amount of confidence, the same uh, swagger that we've had developed from from August to this point. So, I, the optimist in me, because I'm an optimist, I think we're gonna, I think we win the championship every year is a thing. So that's that's honestly kind of like you my, heard it here first. Yeah. So I every year I think there's no reason why we couldn't, but I mean. The optimist in me says this is just an off week. Uh, my hundred dollar bet on the Rapids to win the MLS Cup says it's a bad week. Uh, I, I think I think it, it's it, it's terrible right now because you can't afford to drop points when SKC's you know taking care of business at home, Seattle's taking care of business away. It, it's it's tough because uh, you say we can't afford to draw to draw. I think I think. This is the one week you're allowed to have a bad week. And it wasn't even a bad week. We didn't lose points. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think this goes down as maybe the worst week of the season Which because is, if, the if, Salt Lake 3-0 at Salt Lake was was bookended by up. a win against Dallas beforehand and then a win against Austin after. And well, it was also so, followed up by the Mark Anthony Catriot. Yeah, so that was a great week. Not to be devalued at all. So that week ended up coming around. This week... Worst week of the season, we agree. Right. We haven't we haven't lost a match, yeah, which and, is pretty unbelievable. A, it's 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 a little bit of the of uh, kind of you know we've been kind of spoiled recently just with all these wins and and the great form that the Rapids have been on that kind of drawing now kind of stings and and it used to be hey if you were to ask me hey we're you're gonna get a point out of Portland awesome let's take a point out of Portland at Portland yeah we would usually be uh, kind of. <laughs> bite off your hand to take right. a result like or, that. Or even an SKC. Hey, do you want to point out of SKC? Yes. But microscope, you, you look at those games and they both should have been wins is the thing. Um, we could easily discount the, the LA Galaxy one. I don't feel... I, I was real down after the game. I was real upset because to, to lose it like that um, was really just disappointing. And then after the, after that to get another draw, I, a draw has kind of ruined the week for me, for being honest. Because I'd rather I'd rather just kind of you know take it on the chin. But draws is like we we could have been there. We were we were we weren't outplayed. Yeah, kissing your sister once is one thing. <laughs> kissing your sister twice, don't start to like it. Yeah, no, I definitely not. And, and the thing is, we outplayed every team that we've drawn. Amen. And that's and that's what that's what stings most of all. If we had lost, it's like okay, you got to give your hands up, right? Like the better team won. That's sports. But the draw in soccer kind of it's the worst because you could have easily made the case for your team to come out on top. And and SKC, we could have come out on the top if Cole Bassett had just kind of 
put it on on target in LA if, if Yarbrough had just been a bit more sharper that night. And last night, if the, if the Rapids had just not had a, a mental lapse against a 10 man Timbers is the thing. That's what, that's what really kind of is the, uh, the, the, the cherry on top on the, uh, the entire, you know, shit Sunday. Kind of shocking. And if we just turn things around just a little bit, if we had come from behind three times in a week and wound up with two points, might be something to celebrate but the fact that we we lost three leads makes me wonder you know i, I imagine that Frazier's having um a little come to jesus talk <laughs> out at dick sporting goods park yes. in training these next couple of days and i hope so because we have another very winnable match but against competition in vancouver who has you know they lost their last match against portland but before that on a four win streak and right. playing about as well as they've played in years. Yeah, let's talk about that game. Let's talk about Vancouver. Uh, I don't know how many of you guys out there know, but me and Jared, of course, have our, our, our MLS gambling podcast. And, and I've always, if you've heard that one, you've known just how scared of Vancouver I am. Uh, I think Vancouver is a, is a very, very gritty team that of all the, the bottom half teams to be worried about, it's Vancouver. You know, Austin, we can, we, you know, we beat in 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 Austin, right? Uh, Dynamo, don't worry about them. They're you know whatever. Even if even FC Dallas, I have no no we issues. We own about. Texas, and, and even Galaxy, and to to some extent, you know, barring the last match, I had all the confidence in the world that we'd beat them. I don't have that confidence against Vancouver just because Vancouver is a team that. Everyone puts in the rearview mirror of like, oh, it's Vancouver. They're bad, but they're not bad because they have a new uh, for they have a new center attacking midfielder named Ryan Gold, who has been tearing up the league ever since he's gotten here. Uh, Dahomey, their left winger, uh, Brian White, have been lights out uh, for them. And and honestly, uh, I think you want you. I think if the Rapids win, that's a big you know we need the win. But if you were, uh, I, I, we might draw again, and that's the thing, is, is because the Vancouver Whitecaps are are worth kind of talking about. I have a little soft spot for them, of course, because not only do they make me a lot of money, but they're just a fun team to watch. Agreed, and I am a little nervous about this match too, which. You know, we're talking about possibly going forward and and making a real deep run in the playoffs, but we're also worried about a ninth place side coming into our home park with something to play for. It, yes, so um, I, I think this is uh, you know I don't mean to take the words out of your mouth because I know this is your line, but this feels yeah like, like a, a must, must win. win game. Yeah, well you <laughs> you need you need the win here because. Honestly, if you draw again, it's you're gonna it, it, the confidence is gonna start to dip a little bit. The form has been dipping, and when the form dips, so does the confidence. And you don't want that now. You don't want that in September, early October. With a full squad right now as well is, yeah. is the other thing. If we can keep confidence high, then as we start to lose players, the confidence can kind of fill the gaps that the leadership um, vacates as yes. they head off to their respective national teams. Um, if we if if the Rapids start to drop points, which which we've seen a couple, but we haven't lost any matches, right. um, you know, three draws on the trot is going to be very difficult to still feel as confident when you drop against <laughs> you know lower lower teams, and 
as we see what Seattle and, and especially Kansas City is putting together in the Western right. Conference, you know, we we thought we could punch with the big dogs. Well, in order to do that, you've got to do it with results. Yes. Uh, Kansas City certainly seems to be asserting themselves, and we, we know that Seattle is a legit squad. I don't know if they can say the same about the Rapids right now, and we really need to prove our point, and we need to do so with a win this weekend. Well, you said a key word right there, right now, right? Because right now, the, if you were to start the playoffs, I don't think the Rapids are winning. But the thing is, rat, playoffs start in November. So you don't need the Rapids to pop off right now. You need the Rapids to start popping off closer to November. Uh, but with that comes the, uh, the dilemma of, hey, if September and October look rocky, <laughs> you better believe November might look rocky if the Rapids can't, you know, come away with this at with the you know get over this kind of slump because it's i'll take the slump now if it you know if it means that come november they're they're a well-fired oiled machine you know and the the thing is for for most rapids fans i know i said don't sleep on vancouver but one one thing you can really hold on to is we have not lost at home since austin fc since these since the home opener so i mean remember 2016 we uh we won every game at home except the last one this year, it looks like we are going to win. We hope to win every home game except the first one. So you never know how things might ha- might turn out. But uh, I'm excited for the game. I think um, it's one where I'm usually really confident in my Rapids to win bet. But this time, I, I think I might not actually bet them to win. Yep. Well, we need to enjoy these next three home matches. We've got Vancouver. Then we've got Toronto. Then we've got Austin. Then we spend October largely on the road. And as you mentioned, if we have a rough month this month, November might be really rough. Well, you start out with the better of the two LAF, LA teams at home in LAFC. Yeah. Um, and then you roll right into the playoffs where nothing can be uh, taken for granted at all because right. it will be a um, it'll be a hungry team that that succeeds in early rounds of the Western Conference playoffs this year. So um, we, we know what's what's cut out for the Rapids this weekend it, and, it's, it's and all, going forward. All in, yeah. So, um, you know, three games in a week and a half. And, and like I said, all winnable matches. Mm-hmm. There's still nine points on offer. What we've got to do is go out there and take them. Yeah, get all nine points, kind of finish out, finish out September strong. I... Uh, we're gonna talk this up to being a, a weird slump in the, in in the season, but come come to these next three games, I'm sure they'll they'll come away with it. Anything else you want to talk about before we wrap this up? Uh, in the blackout uh, again, you know, every, I'll say that as often as I can because, like I said, um, I I can watch. Uh, every other team in the league on ESPN Plus when I'm away from home, but if you're not logged into the VPN, right. it's it's impossible to watch a Rapids match, and it, it's awfully frustrating. So, um, you know, I, I know Cranky Sports probably listens to this every week right. and, and kind of hangs on every word. So let me just say, go ahead and in the blackout. Let us let us watch the team, and uh, let's go out there Saturday. Get there early, and and or excuse me, get out there on Sunday. Yeah. Sunday, Sunday, 7 p.m., Sunday another weird PM. kickoff time. Oh, yeah, okay, 6 p.m. <laughs> All right, so let's get that straight. We're at Sunday, 6 p.m. I am pretty sure. Let me double check. I believe you're correct. I believe you're correct there. Yeah, it's a weird one. Tailgate will start at probably uh, 
Yeah. It's, no, no, 7 p.m. 7 p.m. 7 p.m. on yes. Sunday. So the 6 p.m. game is actually next Saturday. Next Saturday. Against Toronto. All right. So let's straighten that out. So tailgate will start around uh, 4 p.m. 4 p.m. Give you three hours to, to really prepare for yep. uh, a nice, loud, rowdy atmosphere. Uh, the Rapids need it, guys. We, yeah. we need to start winning some games at home. These draws are not good enough. And it all starts on Sunday, 7 p.m. at Dick Sporting Goods Park against Vancouver. Absolutely. Let's make up for, let's be honest, a, a very poor showing on Saturday. Uh, there's, you know, it was hot. I get it. There's not a lot of people willing to chant. But this time, there's no excuse. It's it's a Sunday night. It should be nice weather. Let's kind of go out there in full voice and song. I saw some people uh, actually... Um, offered up a, a new tune i think uh if you got some new chant ideas let's hear them dude let's let's get some new stuff going up there let's 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 hear it you know let's get some 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 new songs some chants and just some more kind of energy for for a sunday night sunday night football yeah let's bring the the 12th man to the pitch and uh, get out there and support and guys um w- we'll see where we're sitting in a month but it it felt a lot better two weeks ago so <laughs> how quickly uh, it changes. rapids fans let's buckle down because this is officially the stretch this is the home stretch of the season and and we really need to take points every single point that we can at home absolutely you guys can find me at Warners fc and me at jared underscore geisler on twitter follow uh at c38 sg we're gonna have a post game space uh it's a little kind of interactive way to talk to you guys after the game get your initial thoughts after after the match so make sure you do that at C38SG, hosted by uh, by yours truly. And, of course, uh, follow Centennial38 on Facebook and Instagram as well. And we'll see you when we see you. You guys have a great rest of your weekend. Bye-bye.